Kicks. 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 There's normally more than two of us yeah. here, so we can fill in. Uh, hello and welcome to episode 76 of Geeks, the world's number one entertainment podcast. Recorded in this room, I'm your host, Al White, and joining me today, Justin Maracaroni. Malalo. My voice literally toyed with, shall I say his real name? Nope. No, no. Macaroni. I mean, that is my real name. What are you talking about? I don't know. Uh, it's a fireside chat today, Justin, just you and me. It's just the two of us. Which normally we do at nighttime and it feels all nice and romantic, but it's blazing sunlight outside. Yeah. LA, always sunny. It's like 90 something in the city. It was really foggy. Ali sent me a uh, text this morning, or it's an old group text of uh, a little video of her roller skating, because what she does on her days off goes roller skating by the Gosh. beach. And she like panned up from her feet, and it's just fucking, it looks like the mist is happening. Yeah. <laughs> it's just fog everywhere. I was like, is that what outside's like right now? Because I'm just going to stay man, inside. That's fogged up, dude. I like, I like foggy weather, man. But nope, now it's just all clear skies. Uh, how you doing, Justin? How's your week been? And you played anything? Watched anything? Um, watched a lot of spooky movies. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's what I what I did. We did a little festival over the weekend, just a private festival for friends, um, where we we had like what about twenty twenty two people came overall, I think, on and off, um, and we watched eleven movies, and then yeah, edited lots of weird little things, showed some of yeah. our own company shorts and friends short films. Um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. All spooky movies. Spooky. That came out like in the last year. Um, Justin, do you have a highlight film and like a low light film you could share with people? Yeah. Uh, I enjoyed Transfiguration and Raw mm. and uh, Wailing. I, I liked a lot of them. The one I didn't like was 47 Meters, meters Down. down. <laughs> what a fucking... Ah, oh, gosh. They're talking on a headset or in their snorkel massing which does not cover their ears so i just hate this movie we had to google that but you were right that they're meant to have like with that mask you might have these headphones on so you can hear each other talk which they clearly just decided no that would look not yeah. right for the movie so they took them off but then they don't get around it's like just put earbuds in then or something you know yeah. just make up something and also it was just uh i think it was because when she had to take off her mask we're like well if we had that stupid thing on it would just take forever but that's also, true. her sister took a scuba diving class, and she was just like an idiot. It just really made me mad. Uh, you've done, you've actually done scuba diving, then. So. I mean, I've snorkeled oh, okay. and I've like used the scuba gear, but I don't like it. Really. I mean, it's fine. You can hold your breath underwater longer, <laughs> essentially. But I, I, yeah, just, there's a lot of things that you just do the same for both. Right. Okay. Yeah, I've never done so. I don't I, the realism of this movie. I don't know, but. Yeah. Um, other, the first 20 minutes are awful in that movie fucking oh, awful yeah. like you got Mandy Moore on a beach in yeah. daylight after being out all night and she literally screams the it looks ad-libbed it looks like yeah go on Mandy you improv a little bit yeah, and she's no. like this is the most fun ever I could do this all night yeah. and you're like it's already daytime <laughs> yeah and then the, just the like club scene where it's like best time of my life oh, and everyone's awful. just jumping and you're like what is, what is this garbage? That's what, that's what yeah. clubs are like in Spain. Yeah. So, no, yeah. Mexico, wasn't it? So. And then my favorite scene out of the entire movie is where it's just her, Mandy Moore and her sister. Her sister's like blonde hair, blue eyes. They're walking down the beach and they're in Mexico. And she sees these little children playing and she goes, Hola! Hola! <laughs> like, oh, that's, that is spot on there. I really, But once they get into the water, I genuinely really love that movie. I think they yeah. do it. Like, it's a lot of fun but i get why people wouldn't like it it's yeah. the same as like hush which we showed as well some people really liked it some people hated it which you get it's just like if you don't like that genre then you know yeah makes sense yeah i mean i there was some good stuff in it for sure but it just 
out of all of them, that was <laughs> annoyed the crap yeah, out of like, me. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think, but actually, I tell you what: the second time round with friends, the lure made a lot more sense to me. The first yeah. time I watched that on my own, like two in the morning, I was like, I know I want to love this because all the ideas sound yeah. great, but I was so just confused. The second time. I really dug it. And I actually bought the soundtrack nice. because some of the music's pretty cool. Yeah, it's, it's a cool movie. It was, it was sad. Yeah, it really is kind it's of sad. It's really sad. And just surreal. Yeah, yeah. Fibonacci is a Polish uh, mermaid musical horror comedy. It's pretty Doesn't much really well. what it is. But yeah, it's like it's done really well. And it's a debut from the director. Um, and it also features yeah one of the hottest girls I've ever seen in my life. Boo, boo, dee, the brunette dee, is ridiculously dee, 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 dee. like you could do, I could just watch her face. For yeah, hours she's and got hours. a very good face. <laughs> yeah, she just said, "I went, man, I feel like I've seen her before." Yeah, no, she just has one of those faces where just like yeah, you belong on screen. It just seems it's it's one of those faces that the Beatles wrote about <laughs> <laughs> in a hard day's night. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but because of that, because we were like prepping for this festival and you kind of came and helped us prep a bit as well. Like, we, we, I haven't been playing much the last week. Yeah. We didn't even get a Friday the 13th game we in all week long. We need to. And in between every film, we're like, we're going to sneak in a little we just Friday play Friday the 13th. <laughs> yeah. um, but we're going to be looking at, we're going to play some games after this. We're going to look at some yeah, Twitch right. stuff, aren't we? We're going to Twitch it up. Because we're yeah. going to do some Twitch stuff uh, through this podcast and through some other things as well. So we're going to be exploring the possibilities that are available to us. We've got some exciting stuff with some other people who want to do Twitch with us. So yeah, hopefully in the next few weeks we'll be able join to us. talk about that. Um, yeah, I don't, I literally, I'm just trying to think. I've downloaded a bunch of games, but I haven't played <laughs> them yet. So I don't think that counts <laughs> as the experience. It's kind of like a Steam sale, uh, like on PC. You just buy all these games. Del- you're like, yeah. I'm going to get, I'm going to play these. And you never do. Just sits you're in just, your hard drive. I have Dishonored. I haven't played Dishonored. I want to play it. One or two? Both. <laughs> you and kidding? they're just sitting there. I mean, actually, I don't even think I have Dishonored 2. I have the first one. I'm like, I'm going to play this because it was before Dishonored 2 was coming out. Right. And it I, was. I never got around to it. <laughs> that was the one game, wasn't it? Because Alex, who, yeah, it's on this podcast, he came last night and he was like, he hasn't been playing anything for the last 10 months pretty much, but he yeah. keeps playing Dishonored too. Nice. Um, that's the one he goes back to. I really like that. If I was to do like cosplay, it'd be like from Dishonored. Yeah, that's cool cosplay. Also, I got from- the mask over there actually. Where is it? Somewhere. What? If you want it. Because oh. it came with like the special edition of the game. Yeah. Can I put um, it on my face? Probably. Let's try it. After <laughs> the <this>. masks. <laughs> Stay tuned <laughs> for when Tesla or when Geeks goes to the hospital. <laughs> yep. I can't take it off my eyeballs. Um, all right. Let's just, I mean, this should be a pretty short podcast this week because there's not much news and it's just the two of our opinions. Yeah. So what we say goes. <laughs> or is it three? Yeah. I'm just going to keep doing Adrian's voice. Yeah. Um, Justin. Yes. Can you start podcast like we like to with your blowdown, please? Blowdown. All right. We got a few items here. We're going to start off with number one. <laughs> Toby Hooper, legendary horror director Toby Hooper, sadly passed away on Sunday. He was nine, or 90, sorry. He was 74 years old. The director was best known for creating the Texas Chainsaw Massacre franchise, directing Poltergeist, Sam's Lot, and Life Force. He passed away in Sherman Oaks, California, of natural causes. Yeah, this is actually because this came halfway through a festival. 
Um, and we had a little tribute to him a couple of times because we're currently um, so a little yeah based behind what do you call it closed doors baseball whatever behind that behind closed doors yep sure behind baseball (laughs) inside of baseball yeah inside a cards in the outfield Um, don't mention that Uh, yeah we we do these franchise podcasts and we do sometimes record a few of them in a lump um, not week by week because it's kind of hard for us to schedule that in and we've been doing the Texas Chainsaw one at the moment um, so it was kind of weird for us to suddenly find out that yeah. Yeah, he died. Especially yeah. during when we were playing the trailer. Yeah, and we were playing, we we're doing like a trailer for the new Leatherface film, which comes out. Um, and then we had yeah, some cuts of his films as well in our little sizzles that we had throughout the festival. Um, yeah, it's generally like, actually, like I say in our podcast, and I mean, no disrespect to the dead, but I was never a big fan of his work, to be honest. But I respected him a lot. And he seemed like a really nice guy just in interviews. He seemed yeah. like a really smart, intelligent, uh, like, nice guy. Um, but it's just sad now because like Wes Craven died what two years ago, George Romero died last month or the month before that, and now Toby Hooper, like you got John Carpenter left, and you know not many yeah. horror classic directors are left, um, which is sad. That is sad. It is sad. <clears throat> um, but I'm interested now what that means as well for the rights. I know like the writers own Texas Chainsaw rights as well, but I don't know how that gets split now. What's going to happen with that, oh, yeah. that show? We shall see. Um, but yeah, we're sad. All right. Number. <laughs> Let's just stay sad for the rest <laughs> of the podcast. And number t- two, two, PSVR. <clears throat> Sony has revealed a new chapter, cheaper. Sorry, cheaper it's, PSVR. It's a new chapter as well. You know, new chapter in the PSVR. Um, so they have a cheaper PSVR bundle that comes packaged with a PlayStation camera. It will be available in the U.S. and Canada on September first, and will cost. 399 US dollars or 499 CAD. Uh, this bundle replaced the existing bundle of only the headset and cables that cost $400. So you get a little bit more. In the addition to this, the PlayStation Worlds bundle, will, which offers the headset, camera, and a copy of PlayStation VR Worlds, as well as two move controllers, has been cut in price by $50. Is that both like CAD and US? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Cool. Uh, that bundle will be available from September 1st. So I'm just checking out now how much the PlayStation 4 camera is on Amazon. It's about 43 bucks. So you're basically saving nearly 50 bucks yeah. on the regular setup. And then, yeah, 50 bucks on the bundle one, um, which is great. I'm sure that 50 bucks is a tipping point for a lot of people because yeah. it's a sizable amount. And, and like, you can get a game. game. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, sweet, I can get another game. Live. You can probably even like with the downloadable like, VR, you could get a couple of good games yeah. for that price as well. Get like the Batman thing. Yeah, you get like Dino World. Yeah, Dino World. We're just checking that out. What's that? No, Dino Frontier was Dino one we're Frontier, just checking yeah. out. We're just like, we haven't played it yet, but no, we're just looking at it for the podcast and I want to play it. So yeah. we might do it after this. You're like, uh, you, you, it's like a world building sim, but with yeah. dinosaurs in the Wild West and the dinosaurs hold guns. Yeah. While cowboys are riding them, also it's holding crazy. guns. Or there's a dude that was almost riding it like a surfboard, which is crazy. <laughs> yes. And, he, and I think he had like a Jason mask on. How much is it? That's right. We've got the PSN shop up right now, so we're just scrolling through. Uh, Dino Frontier. It's on the right hand side somewhere. Is this is good? Around here somewhere. This is good audio right now. There it is. Dino Frontier twenty nine. Oh, twenty nine ninety nine. I was about to say if that's like fifteen pounds or dollars, then let's just buy it now and download it so we can play it afterwards. But thirty quid. That's about forty bucks. Yeah. That's a lot of money for a Dino Frontier. You know what? Fuck that game. Moving on. Um, yeah, no, this this makes perfect sense. I don't know. I haven't seen the figures recently. 
uh, for a few months in how the PSVR has been doing. Yeah. But I know it hasn't been doing as well as they wanted it to. Yeah, I don't know about... I haven't played any console VR. I've played, you know, like Oculus and HTC. Right. Um, Much superior experiences, yeah. for sure. PC. Master Race. Master Race. I really... Like, we did a whole thing on it last year. If people haven't listened to it, then go back and check it out. Just type in We Are Geeks and uh, VR in iTunes. But we did a whole big podcast where me and Tamara played through on launch day all the PSVR titles, like 30 plus titles, and we oh, reviewed wow. all of them, basically. Um, in a huge podcast and I was really turned around I really loved it I was like you know what I don't like this idea of people putting this stuff on their heads uh, before it came out I thought it was just going to be a gimmick but playing them all I was like these are great experiences I still don't see them as uh, I don't really want to play a game like that yeah. I played some Resident Evil 7 like that I didn't want to do much of it like that and it's not just because it's scary it's just because it's like I don't want to be in that I, I, I like to just lounge around more when I'm playing a game yeah. not take it quite as, as seriously as that but setup requires. what if you could be in a game in a game in a game, in a game, like yeah. existence. Yeah. Um. There's a, on, what is it like, uh, you know, HTC or Vive, there's a, oh, that is the same thing. Uh, <laughs> uh, there's this game, it's called Playroom, and basically you put VR on, and then you're in, you could play like basketball or paintball. Right. Or whatever in another world. So I want one where you put it, where you, where you play in VR, and then in VR you put on a VR helmet. Yeah, that's and called the account. Put another one on. Oh, really? Is yeah, the one like that? It's it's a Rick and Morty game. It's called the account. Nice. Or accounting. I want to play that. That sounds terrifying. Yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I don't know. Like I that said, I haven't been back to my PSVR at all. Pretty much, we had yeah. like a great time with it. I bought a few new games. Haven't gone back to them yet. Partly because the setup with the PS4 Pro sucks. So you see here, we got it set up in front of us with the PSVR, yeah. but it's on the old PS4. Uh, that's the PS4 Slim actually. But with the PS4 Pro, it's a fucking nightmare. Um, so, well, it's not a nightmare, but it's just a frustrating extra setup. And I've had some 4K problems with the PS4 Pro and VR, yeah. like how you have to set it up. You don't need to go, because it's just blank screens, and you've got to reset it up the other way, then go into settings, change it. It doesn't intelligently just see, oh, you can't do this with this. Yeah. And then adjust the screen, which is what the console should do, really. Yeah. Um, instead, it just, yeah, blanks goes, out. good luck. Yeah. Yeah. So just too many setup changes, so... It's been frustrating, but I do want to go back and try some of these new PSVR yeah. experiences. Last time I ever played it, uh, like with the Move controller, uh, I was in college at Portland State, and there's an uh, an indie, like what is it? Not a group, but you know, extracurricular groups or whatever. Right, like a club. Or something. Yeah, a club. Okay. Um, and it was like Portland Indie Games. Um, and this dude created a game with the motion controllers, move controllers, where it's kind of like you're holding, like a, almost like an egg on a spoon type of thing. Right. Um, but it's your controller, so you would, you could have up to I think it was like eight people or more, and you would just try to hit the other person's hand or get them that's to like move cool. really quickly, so it would, the light bulb or the color would die. Oh, that's the pretty last cool. Wins. Yeah. I like that. It's like man, that sounds like some of the like yeah some of the Switch games on one two Switch whatever one two yeah. Switch, whatever it was yeah one two Switch one two Switch um, some of them are like that like the spinning plates yeah. one you got to do and then you just so, kind of knock him out of yeah. each other's hands you know what's cool the freaking marble box one yeah it that's cool feels so real I'm like really holy does. crap Genius. thing is I always go like that's the one I show to people go like feel this new technology it's so cool but then I always get it wrong every fucking yeah, time I know. you're just like click 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 yeah like, I think that everyone else seems really good at it I can't do that uh, yeah me I could do the safe crack one pretty well yeah but. so fun alright All right. number three three secret of mana yeah the secret of mana is a classic game from super nintendo era 
Isn't it just? It's so good. And it was recently announced that it's getting a 3D remake over from Square Enix for the PS4, PS Vita, and Steam. This week, they showed off the Japanese Collector's Edition, which look what would uh, Collector's Edition will look like, and it's absolutely beautiful. I need to look that up and also pre-order it. I'm going to it up right now. It comes with a copy of the game, a pop-up storybook, dope, CD soundtrack, and three figures. Oh my gosh. Uh, it will cost you $14,980. No, I'm just kidding. It's yen, which, equal, uh, which equals $237. Uh, Square Enix previously... See, it's 100, 137. Yeah, one, 137. What did I say? I thought you said 237. I was like, what? Uh, no, no, no. Yeah, inflation, you know. <laughs> Um, Square Enix previously stated that the remake retains its long-held charm while incorporating improvements such as upgraded gameplay for modern platforms and a newly arranged musical score. It will be released on February 15th, 2018. All right, so two things to unpack here, Justin. First of all, I didn't know about this. And like Secret Mana is like my number one Super Nintendo. You know, like people love Link to the Past or whatever, Chrono Trigger. I love those games. But Secret Mana was like, that's my favorite JRPG of all time fucking love it and this one was once genuine i can go back to it and still go no this is brilliant it's just yeah. so charming the sprites are gorgeous it's so good um, i played this and chrono trigger and i didn't beat either or and yeah I'm like no, i'm going back i'm yeah, just I like no i'm still not gonna be able to beat chrono trigger that's it so did, i didn't know about this remake i don't know how i feel about getting a 3d remake i'd kind of rather they just sort of allow me to pop, play secret pop. of mana on my <laughs> ps4 basically yeah. um but you know maybe looking like new for widescreen or whatever so it's not yeah. four by three um but this collector's edition, I, I America will no way do this. But what's uh, let me tell you so cool okay. about this? Yeah. Is it's all physical stuff. So you know, like if you normally get an America special edition, quite often now you don't even get the box game in there, which is fucking stupid. Yeah. They give you a digital card download. You know, Such it's like what are you doing? You're paying over a hundred dollars for something. Yeah. Then you get a soundtrack. It's almost always nowadays a downloadable soundtrack yeah. as well. It's like this is the physical soundtrack, a physical game. This book, this pop-up book looks fucking awesome. And yeah. then you get three, like, they look like deluxe amiibos, essentially, oh for these gosh. three figures. That's amazing. Take a look at these babies. Look at this. Yeah, so go online, just oh type in gosh. Secret of Mana. The box itself. It's a cool box. Oh. So here's just your, you know, your regular box. They've got the old-fashioned front cover for Secret yeah. of Mana, which is great. Um, although it's got two in the Japanese one, which is... Two! Um, this is oh, a pop-up book. I would, I would put that in a like a box. The sh- uh, what is it like those shadow box things or whatever, where you put art inside. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Look how beautiful that is, man. It's amazing. You got the soundtrack. Oh, very gosh. nice. Now look at these guys. Look at the characters. Amazing. Yeah. It's fucking cool. So yeah, I don't know. I, the American one, I'm sure, won't be like this. I'm, yeah. I'm ordering this from Japan for sure. Cause yeah. Like, I want that pop-up book more than anything. Wait, that's not. That's not. Uh, just Japan. Just Japan. Oh, damn. So who knows? I'm sure America will have something, but I bet it'll be like, oh, you get one figure and the digital soundtrack and, you know, some yeah, bullshit. Some like bullshit. That. Damn it. Here's a medallion from the game or something like that. Here's a little, here's a sticker. Yeah. A sticker booklet. <laughs> um, that's, that's very excited, though. So when's, yeah. it, when's that coming out? Uh, February 15th. So for Valentine's Day, anyone who's listening, you know what to get me. <laughs> It's two days before my birthday, so that's probably what I'll be doing. Nice. Um, as I get so old, I want to cry. Yeah. I'll just play Secret of Mana and remember what it was like to be a kid. Yeah, but it's going to be in Japanese for you. <laughs> yeah, that could be a problem. Just have Tenro uh, sit with you. Yeah, I'll just go sit play. for the entire game for like 100 hours. I need you to translate every <laughs> single thing. I don't know if you listen to Tenro. But I don't know if he listens when he's away from the podcast, but if you do, buddy, you now, unless you reply to me through text in the <laughs> next 24 yeah. hours, you're now signed up to do that. <laughs> Contractually, everyone, everyone's heard. Everyone's heard it. 
All right. Moving what else on. is going on? Number four. four. Uh, this would have been good if this was actually three because it would have fit in. Because uh. this is HF3, which is it's almost Half-Life 2 Episode 2's 10th anniversary. And the original series writer, Mark Laidlaw, posted on his personal website what looks to be original plot for Half-Life 2 Episode Trace or three. <laughs> or trois. Trois. It's a letter written in first person from a perspective of Gertie Fremont. Yep. About her adventures with Alex Vaughn by swapping genres and names and covi- covering his ass by tweeting out that this piece is by no means official and is fanfic. He gets around any potential legal issues if this is indeed what the original follow up story was going to be. Laidlaw left Valve in 2016. Gabe Newell has insisted that Valve is still working on his single-player games, but according to reports, it's unlikely that those will include a Half-Life 3. Laidlaw later went on to respond to fans on Twitter by saying, by Twitter by says... <laughs> nope. <laughs> Don't point out my mistakes. <laughs> uh, I guess fanfic is popular, even a gender swap snapshot of a dream I had many years ago. So yeah, this was actually big news um, this week, and then there was a lot of other sort of updates as it continued. But basically, yeah, it boiled down to he put out this post. He had left like last year, um, and it really just seemed to be, oh, here's what Half Life Episode Three was meant to be. Yeah. Um, but just changing names, changing genders, stuff like that. But it was pretty translucent to people. So then he did all the stuff on Twitter of like, oh, like blah blah blah. People are taking this so seriously. It's just like fanfic. But then that thing at the end of saying, yeah, I guess fanfic is popular. Even a gender swap snapshot of a dream I had many years ago, which to most people pretty clearly states this was the original storyline. Like yeah. this was originally what we had planned for episode three. And because everything got shuffled, now there's been a million iterations. They've already come out and said, yeah, there's been like 10 different Half-Life 3 games in development with different things that we were trying yeah. and stuff. Um, so clearly this like it's not the version if we ever see Half-Life 3 it will not be this yeah but it's interesting for fans to know that's probably what the original intention was and you can go we don't, I don't want to spoil what the story is so just go and google it um, and uh, yeah if you just type in Mark Laidlaw and Half-Life 3 story or whatever you'll be able to find it and read into it pretty easily um, some people I believe have already translated it with putting the real names in place and stuff like that so yeah you don't have to use your brain. You can just read. You don't have to use a brain. You just use your eyeballs. But it's pretty cool considering... I mean, what, Justin, you're a Half-Life fan. We never really talked about Half-Life, have we? Uh, I played the first one and I didn't have like an awesome uh, computer to play the second one. So I had to play pieces of it out of friends. Right. And then he had been it. So he was like, check out all this cool like modding that I've done and all these hacks. And so I just messed around on his right, like, right, super right, computer right. and never actually completed but i did enjoy uh when you played like the, yeah I, i'm like yeah the second one in this episode so just like yeah i think they're incredible and the cliffhanger they left it on i was one of those people who spent 10 years just like yeah when the fuck yeah. are we getting because they promised it was meant to be the next year and we just never got it yeah now it's been 10 years um but next I, year though i don't think we're you ever know, getting it you know next year i really i don't think it's ever we're never going to get half like three or if we do it'll be once like valve just like fuck it we'll let yeah. other people have the property and let them do something with it but from valve i don't think we're ever going to get it yeah now. there's it's so crazy i just, mean like what, i don't it's so crazy though how many games has what's the recent game that valve actually put out like just them other than like Dota iterations yeah. or, i mean um hang on i mean portal was do you just want one. published or uh, Valve developed games? Developed. Okay. One second. 
one seconds <laughs> word. Uh, so the games that they've put out recently, because uh, I don't do PCs, so I don't really keep track of all this stuff. Uh, the Lab, 2016, oh, yeah. Left for Dead, Survivors in 2014, Counter-Strike Next on Zombies in 2014, Counter-Strike Online yeah. 2, Dota 2, Counter-Strike so nothing really, 2. Yeah. Nothing. They're just doing Dota and Counter-Strike most of the time. Yeah, Counter-Strike um, is, you know, they're... But it's a, that's the thing. Valve don't Valve don't need to ever make any games again. Yeah, like just from running Steam, they're fine. Yeah, they're good. It's so crazy. Um, that's like the route to go. You're like, oh, I made some dope games. Now I just sit back and kind of monitor everything and just keep making money. But I also don't think that like they know they're not going to lose money on a Half Life game. So it's just yeah. like, why wouldn't you just make one and put it out? Just at least for the fan, just to be nice, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Just. I think they're just gonna wait till everyone's like super wanting it, and then maybe a little bit forget. Yeah, no, we're at the point now where everyone's stopped caring. Like, I feel eight years was the point where everyone was at this feverish thing. And now it's just the crazy, crazy, super hard fans are left still. Everyone else is like, it's never happening. We give up. Yeah. Or it'll be a Duke Nukem Forever situation, you know. Comes out and you wish it hadn't. (laughs) Why do do we want this? What have (laughs) we done? Exactly. All right, number four. Five. 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 I can't count. You joker. (laughs) The DCEU has added two new films to its upcoming film slate, a Joker and Harley Quinn spinoff, which will feature original actors Jared Leto and Mario Robbie. And perhaps more <laughs> controversial. You, were you getting upset as you read that sentence? Yeah, yeah. Jared, perhaps more controversial. <laughs> an origin film for the Joker. Whoa, just read the damn comic book, man. Sorry. The origin film is part of an unofficial, uh, unannounced imprint of DC films that are one-off stories about beloved characters and won't be connected to the DCEU. The Joker origin film will not involve Jared. Thank goodness. <laughs> Jared Leto and is not meant to be an origin story for any pre-existing cinematic iteration of the character. Todd Phillips, The Hangover, is reportedly attached to write and direct with Scott Silver, 8 Mile, co-writing. Martin Scorsese is apparently also attached as a producer, according to Deadline. (laughs) Yeah, get another vinyl, hopefully. (laughs) The DCEU also have Justice League, The Batman, Batgirl, Wonder Woman 2, Suicide Squad 2, Justice League, Dark, Aquaman, The Flash, and Green Lantern Corps slated for the upcoming years. Oh, gosh. Movies. So as if the DC and EU isn't confusing enough, let's throw in Joker films with Jared Leto and then ones that have nothing to do with anything whatsoever. Yeah. But then again, Marvel can't speak because Sony accidentally now are interfering because you have Venom where Spider-Man is not allowed to be in it and just yeah. like ridiculousness yeah, going on. It's really silly. Um, and obviously I- X-Men without... Yeah, Marvel. I, I feel like the superhero era is going to come to like a, a crash soon. Yeah, I mean, you think it would. I, I hope it does because it's just like guys are just blowing all this money and I don't know. You're just going to ruin it for everyone else and everyone's just going to go. We don't want to see any more like action superhero type but you're, of films. You're my DC boy. You're the, I'm the Marvel boy. You're the DC boy. Are you DC not happy boy. about this? I don't like Jared Leto, man. As, a, as an Joker. actor or as a Joker? Kind of both. Okay, that's fair enough. Um, yeah, I, I mean, a Joker, Harley Quinn spinoff will be kind of cool. Be interesting to see like their dynamic, um, from, you know, like a story from their point of view, but it's probably going to be 
I don't know, one of those just like, we're crazy, we're doing stuff, I'm trying to survive, yeah. and The idea whatever. of just a film, but like, I could totally take a Harley Quinn movie. Yeah, I don't um, give a shit about it. But you know. both of them together for a movie, I'm just going to get a headache. Yeah, like, and it's also going to be like Jared Leto going, I'm crazy, yeah. look at me, look how crazy. I tattooed ha 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 on my body. You know would have been a super good Joker? Would have been the dude that plays Moriarty. From Sherlock, oh, Andrew I, Scott. I don't remember that. I think his name is Andrew Scott. I don't remember. I don't remember. He's got a good like unstableness without having to be like, look how crazy I, I am. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I was more worried. Like, I think Jared Luke can be can be a fantastic actor. I just think it was very badly where they pushed the Joker to both in character design and direction yeah. and like everything was you know, really he's bad. He's definitely like, yeah, yeah, let's do that. Yeah, that he embraced. He just wants to be cool. He's but, like, look how cool I am. And that's what's weird because they know most people hated Joker in that film. So I'm like, are they doing this to be like, let's put him with, let's put the least popular character in Suicide Squad with the most popular character in Suicide Squad to prove to people, look, Joker's really cool. Because there's no way, if they're keeping it in the DCU, that they're going to change how his style yeah. is. They're yeah. not going to remodel him. Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, unless it takes like place way after or no, beforehand. I think it would be more interesting. The only way to save the Jared Letter, Letter, Letter. The Jared Joker would be that it's kind of the beforehand with Harley Quinn because also it's such an abusive relationship mm -hmm. and also one that's just not shouldn't be like yeah look everyone should be Harley Quinn and Jared. it's like no man yeah it's it, hard to it would have to be there has to be the point where it's you know they were you know they're doing stuff together and they're mm -hmm. both bad and then it has to hit a point where he kind of just hits that really selfish like. His ego takes over and like all a that. And just, point. Yeah, the tipping point, which would be like, oh, that's why he's like the way he is. But and then you can't do an origin story because they're doing you know, a yeah, joke origin story separate not, from everything. Yeah, which is even more... Stupid. Which I'm more interested in that, but it's, I don't understand why you would make it. Yeah, I mean, the origin story, if and they're doing it, it's like, it doesn't connect. I'm like, yo, man, the Joker's origin is cool to begin with. I mean, it's really dark. And he's, there's a lot of iterations of it. There's a lot of different yeah. Joker origins now, like yeah. in the comics. I like... I, yeah, I like the, the one where it's just, you know, he's has kind of a shitty life. He's trying to make the best out of it or whatever. And he does that robbery and he's mm -hmm. like, he's dressed as like the red hood and then falls in the thing and he's like, okay. oh, and goes insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think a very dark thing that has to deal with like. What well, like know, narcos, real? you know, <laughs> just yeah. like very like just, just crime drama. Just, just crime. Yeah. Actually, yeah. it would be cool. Like a seven yeah. type of thing. That would be dope for the Joker origin story. Like make it dark. Has to deal with, you know, psychological issues and stuff. That yeah. I just well, origin source like it's like well you, you know it's gonna end then though you know it's yeah. gonna end with him being become Joker and off he goes yeah. and it's like all right or you just do it where it's, you think we're watching the Joker the whole time and it's like oh guess what now the Joker's the actual like other character yeah. that's tagging along I like it when it's things like that you think you know who it is you're and watching like, Calendar Man <laughs> yeah you're watching you're watching Condiment King can someone explain to me and I don't want to sound stupid. But why... Okay, so like the MCU makes sense to me. Marvel Cinematic Universe, yeah? Now, DC... They call their... They call their film the DCEU. Does that not stand for DC Extended Universe? Yeah. That It's not Extended Universe. Because Extended Universe is like Star Wars Extended Universe where it's not canon. Yeah, I don't think this is... It doesn't connect to like the Dark Knight Rises. This is just so that one day they could just go... But all of their films, like their entire film, it's an extended oeuvre, it's yeah. cool. It's an extended universe. Yeah. Whereas it, Marvel, like, no, this is a cinematic universe, MCU. So yeah. I always call DC 
EU as a DCCU because yeah. it should be the DC Cinematic but, Universe. Yeah, but it's not tie. It doesn't tie in at all with like the comic books and but stuff. But I mean, the Marvel doesn't really. I mean, the comic books they, are now emulating the films. Yeah, but, but they don't directly. Yeah, no, I don't talk to each other. The, these, yeah, these don't even tie. Really shows you how yeah. much conviction DC have in what DC, they're doing. Yeah, DC <laughs> just like, well, we gotta save our asses. We might want to burn like, this later. So. We gotta make sure we install like a fire safe. Um, yeah, the biggest DC fan that I know is you and, and Craig Coban, who sometimes listens. So, Craig, yeah. if you are listening, I don't know if you still do, buddy, write into us, please, or we are Tessellate. Write a letter. Or we are geeks at Outlook.com and let us know why the fuck should I keep calling it the DCEU? Because it seems stupid to me. Just write a letter to DC and tell them to get yeah. their shit together. Just give them a tweet. Um, I do think it's interesting that Todd Phillips is going to write and direct it. That's so weird. Which I'm like, uh... Yeah, you're saying all one of Narcos? Oh, let's give it to the guy who did The Hangover. Yeah, and then you got Martin Scorsese, who's just trying to make money. Which yeah, likes- but the, his name makes more sense to me, at least. Because yeah. he's like, serious crime. Yeah. Whereas... I don't know, man. Just Phillips. Get, just get the dude that did The Wire, man. I'm hoping, <laughs> since you got the writer of 8 Mile, that it's going to be a good like rap battle. Just a joke yeah, rap battle movie. Yo, yo, I'm the Joker. You think it's funny? I got my honey, Harley Quinn. Who's down to <laughs> spin what? some dope beats? I'm just gonna go quiet and <laughs> see how long you can. I, I can't rap. Yeah, it's not. That's... You're not an MC? No. Shocking. I am excited though for uh, in the DCEU. Well, I don't even know if it's even in the E, but uh, Titans. Oh, are they doing Titans? Yeah, they're doing Titans. Oh, I didn't bring that yeah. down into this list. Yeah, you, I mean, it, it's, it hasn't had a huge progression. I mean, they've they've only casted, so far, Raven. Okay. She's this yeah, girl from Australia or whatever. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, but they're still doing... Nice. Yeah. Is that the one you most excited to then in DCEU? Uh, yeah, Titan, because I like the Teen Titans. I'm Hound. How did, let me check. And also, Teen Titan Go is an amazing cartoon because it just makes fun of itself and pretty much the stuff that goes into you know making shows and all. i haven't watched that one yet um i do like dc cartoons i think are much superior to marvel cartoons yeah i just think marvel live action is superior to dc live action um other than obviously the northern films um hang on one second let me just check something how does that song go from that email hirsch jack black movie no, I mean, from well, oh, yeah. from the autopsy of Jane Doe. Yeah, don't know. So I just, I just, I've just opened a can of worms because, like, oh, I want to check out this Batgirl movie, and I just accidentally checked out a short film rather than the official one. I was like, who the fuck? They got a different Batman in this. What the hell's going on? Um, of course, Batgirl's Joss Whedon, isn't it? Um, but they haven't, yeah. they haven't got the cast yet, have they? Uh, I'm excited for Batgirl actually because I'm really liking the new Batgirl comics. Yeah, they're cool. It's Batgirl. Batgirl. Last piece of news. Just Talking then. about Batgirl. Batgirl. All right. <clears throat> Assassin's Fantasy. <laughs> Say no more. Say no more. I know what you're talking about. Final Fantasy 15 has a new DLC coming this week, and it was just announced that it includes an, an Assassin's outfit for Noctis. If they have, if they have collected the Moogle Chocobo <laughs> Carnival events Dream Egg... That's a sentence that only video games can give you. Yeah. There will also be an Assassin's Festival DLC this week, which will transform the town of Lestilium, offering new activities, theme items, and features, as well as another Assassin's Creed outfit and the chance for Noctis to explore more in the style of Ubisoft games. 
This surreal collaboration came about after an informal meeting nearly three years ago between their development teams. What? It's fucking weird, right? Assassin's Creed. Why the fuck are you going to mesh Final Assassin's Fantasy Creed? 15. Oh my gosh, it's Squ- Square Enix. What are you doing? So burn, burn that bridge now. I want to, <laughs> I just want, cause I read this and I just want to bookmark that cause we're going to get into releases in a second. And there's something else weird going on in releases this week, which is going to take us into a little topic of the week that we're going to talk about okay. quickly. Um, so let's just, let's just, yeah, put a pin in that for a minute. Okay. Put in a pin in it. All right. Thank you, Justin, for the news. For the blowdown. I appreciate you. I appreciate all you good blowing. Uh, I'm going to give us the cinematic releases. And video games and the Blu-rays and the blue, blue something discs. that we would normally call Chris Pratt gives some money, but I'm only gonna do that when Alex is here because that's yeah. Alex's. He gets yeah. to keep that one. He gets to keep the money. <laughs> so when you're back, buddy, that's that's for you. That's on you. Um, U.S. cinema releases this week. We've got Goon: Colon, Last of the Enforcers. I do want to see this movie. Now, do you know who directed this movie? Who? It's directed by Jay Baruchel. You know the kid from Undeclared, yeah, yeah, the actor? Yeah, yeah, he was in the first Goon. He's never directed before, though. This yeah, is his first said, film. We should watch He's, it. And he always looks like a baby. Yeah, he does. Was the first one good because people said it was great, and I yeah, never saw it. Yeah, I enjoyed it. it. We could watch it. Oh. We could watch it, and then we could watch this one together. Let's do it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's an actor from Undeclared, Knocked Up, Tropic Thunder, Fanboys. It stars Sean He Williams. was also in uh, Million Dollar Baby, which yep. he did a really good job. I've never seen it. Oh, what? I will trust He me. does a really good job. He plays like a... Ment- like mentally challenged kid and you're like he's great like yeah, he's really good, yeah. uh so sean william scott elijah cuthbert leave schreiber tj miller allison pill jay baruchel and wyatt russell hockey player plagued by injuries is confronted with the possibility of retirement when a tough new player challenges his status as the league's top enforcer so it's a sports movie sequel basically <laughs> yeah then we have a film called tulip feather directed by justin chadwick who directed the other bolingo and he actually, uh, for us in- English listeners, he's a stalwart of a- directing EastEnders and Biker Grove East way back Enders. in the day. Do you, do you know of EastEnders? I, I know EastEnders. <laughs> I lived, when I lived in England, I, I, <laughs> EastEnders. God, what a miserable, miserable show. Uh, Isn't there also like, was that the Northerners or something as well? There's like, is there a Northerners? <laughs> there's EastEnders. There's like Emmerdale. Like, there's, yeah, there's a whole bunch a of A whole crap. lot of stuff. We like our soaps. Uh, starring Easy. Alicia Vikander, Dane DeHaan, Jack O'Connell, Tom Hollander, Zach Galifianakis. Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah. Uh, Judy Dench and Christoph Waltz. What, an, not interest, films. what an interesting cast group. Right? You I get, love Christoph yeah. Waltz. I've always wanted to see him against Zach. <laughs> <laughs> an artist falls for a young married woman while he's commissioned to paint her portrait during the, during the tulip mania of 17th century I Amsterdam. I hope it's Judy Dench is who he falls in love. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> Me. Uh, then we got a film called Unlocked, uh, directed by Michael App, Ted, uh, starring Numi Rapade, Orlando Bloom, Tolly Collette, Michael Douglas, John Malkovich. Wow. It's like they just rang up every agent and said, who you got free this month? Basically. Yeah. <laughs> Who's free? And a lot of people know. It's really weird cast. Yeah. Uh, CIA interrogator is lured into a ruse that puts London at risk of a biological attack. Oh, no. This movie has an awful poster. It's really bad. I haven't watched the trailer yet. Uh, you'd have to yeah uh then we've got in a limited release the layover directed by william h macy stars kate upton alexandra daddario and matt barr are you ready for this synopsis this really sounds horrible two friends go on a road trip together <laughs> that's the synopsis and they have a layover that's all the that's all the imdb tells us about this movie yeah. i hope there's a i hope they have the title line in there where it goes huh layovers huh layover <laughs> layover 
Yeah, it's got like a dumb, sexy front cover. I don't understand how this is directed by William H. Macy. You'd expect something classier from him. Yeah. But well, maybe all the promotion stuff is incorrect. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, lastly, in the US, there's a film called The Vault, directed by Dan Bush, starring James Franco, who is in everything, uh, Taryn Manning, Francesca Eastwood. Is that the sister to... What's his name? Scott? Eastwood? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. I didn't know he had a sister. And Clifton Collins Jr. Uh, two estranged sisters are forced to rob a bank in order to save their brother. But this... Is no ordinary bank. <laughs> Twist. <laughs> oh, man. And in the UK, they're getting patty cakes this week. Uh, yeah. But they're also getting The Limehouse Golem, directed by Juan Carlos Medina, starring Olivia Cook, Bill Nye, Eddie Marsden, and uh, Douglas Booth. A like series of murders has shaken the community to the point where people believe that only a legendary creature from dark times, the mythical so-called Golem, must be responsible. That's the only big new release in the UK that US... That's go see Patty Cakes if you, have, if you haven't seen it go see it so say Justin yeah, took some video game no actually you know what let's do yeah, Blu-rays uh, so she, is she sorry is she yeah really she's a she's a Scottish with sister. she's also a former sister-in-law of Jonah Hill oh really yeah does she look like uh, an Eastwood yeah because Scott Eastwood looks and granddaughter like of Ruth Wood let me see a picture oh yeah she kind of does she looks like Eastwood crossed with Emma Stone. Um, all right, video game. No, sorry, Blu-rays that have come out this week. We've got Gotham, the complete third season. Uh, you've got uh, Star Wars Rebels, the complete third season as well. you got Batman and Harley Quinn. That's going to be released in 4K as well. Um, have you seen anything about this movie? Mm-mm. So, yeah, like we are just talking about DC animated movies being great. Yeah. This one, which got me super excited. This one, not only have you got Kevin Conroy back as Batman, yeah. as it should be, uh, but... This one's animated in the same style as a 90s animated yes! Batman series. Let's watch it right now. Which is like During fantastic. So it's like, it's like how you in your head you remember them looking. The best. The best opening ever. Oh, incredible. I love that. So I got really excited about this. And then the reviews started coming through. And I watched half of it the other night, actually, because the UK got a little early. It was it gets like sixes or sevens out of ten most of the time. Now, the problem is it's actually pretty decent, but it's played as a comedy. Straight out comedy. And there's like running fart jokes from Harley Quinn in it and stuff. Just dumb stuff that doesn't play right. And you got Batman and Nightwing teaming up with Harley Quinn. And it's just, it's just like, really? You're going to bring back Cameron Cameron Roy? You're going to do the style waste his time. that you did in the 90s? And there's, there's moments of greatness in it. Yeah. But it's frustrating. It's just like, why can't you do a proper 90s style Batman animated movie? That's what I want like a sequel to Mask of the Phantasm. That's what mm. I want. Uh, but anyway, it's out in 4K, which is nice. Uh, Baywatch, the extended cut, also out in 4K. Uh, there's a film called Panic. Uh, there's a film called Snapshot from the 70s. We don't normally put old films in, but this is a classic slasher film I've never been able to get hold of. So I got excited because it's like it's based on Halloween, but it's about an ice cream truck. Oh, man. <laughs> and I got excited when I saw it. It's got a cool new cover in Blu-ray. Can't get hold of it still. <laughs> it just came out today and I can't get hold of it. Um, um. Most exciting for me that I didn't know, coming out limited in cinema, but straight to digital on Blu-ray. Bring it on, colon, worldwide, hashtag, cheer smack. <laughs> what a oh, title. Wow, what a mouthful. Worldwide, hashtag, Ted. cheer smack. Colon, worldwide, <laughs> hashtag. <laughs> oh, thank God Ali's not here to shake her head at us. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're the things out. Nothing that exciting, to be honest, out at the cinema or in Blu-rays this week. But there is a shit ton of video games uh, Woo. going on this week. 
Um, let me tell you about them, shall I? Yes. Now, normally we just write down the highlights. I write down all the fuckers this week because I thought, why not? Why not? Why not? Just go. So we'll play the game. You tell me from the name if this game should be a real video game or not. Okay. okay. Just to clarify, they are all real video games, but whether it should have been allowed to be a real video game. Then. All right. We've got Everybody's Golf on PS4. Yeah. Why not? This is golf, people golf, love this game. Golf games just have that kind of name. It's the only golf game you can go fishing in as far as I know. Uh, it's really cool it's really great it is I like it. that's crazy uh, Ark uh, colon survival evolved is coming to PS4 and Xbox One yeah uh, the game's whatever yeah, this I, was I, like I, an I exciting game two years ago wasn't it, 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 it yeah it's been you know green light forever and it just also had a lot of corrupted files on oh, PC really? and so but you can poop in it <laughs> you can you can also throw your poop at people yeah. the best video that I ever saw when I was playing was this dude went and he and uh, it's all these people like attacking. Oh no, no, he was just going around and he like tried to kill these two guys and one of them escaped. And so he like took off all his clothes and hit like hit all his stuff. And so he was like, hey, hey guys, can I come in? They're like, who are you? And he's just like, oh, I don't know. There was like some gunshots and stuff and all that. And they're like, yeah, they came from over there. He's like, oh, is, is that person around now? Like, I don't know. Can you let me in? They're like, no, no. And he's like, well, do you have any items I can have or something? They're like, yeah, and they like opened up, and then he like crouches down, pulls out his gun, oh. and they're like, "No!" And he like kills them. He's like, "Ha ha, sucker!" Oh my god, you get guns in that game? Yeah, you can make like guns. <coughs> Fuck, I didn't know that. Stuff. I think it was a gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was a gun. Yeah, it was a gun. Was uh, like, yeah, that speared them to death. I was like, "No, nah, it was a gun. It was for sure gun." Yeah, if people don't know, that game's been on even on consoles. It's been game preview on Xbox One for. Oh yeah, a he while. runs into a dude who's like, "I know where they are. Follow me," <laughs> and leads him to them, and then nice. runs away. Yeah. Um, but yeah, essentially, it's a big open world, um, and you start with literally nothing, kind of like Minecraft. Yeah. But there are dinosaurs, and you can end up yeah riding dinosaurs with guns apparently, and flying pterodactyls yeah. and doing cool things and throwing poop in people's faces yeah there's like a another one a space one it's called like osiris something dawn it's basically the space version of that and you could create like a spaceship leave the planet and all that nice i think it's crazy i was really excited about art for a long time these game previews really take the wind out of video game for me like it's like yeah. the we happy feud that's not out now until next year and it's been on game preview for like a year and a half now yeah, or longer and it's like i'm just i'm bored of it because i've played it broken i'd yeah. rather have just waited it worked for minecraft so i get why they do it yeah but Minecraft worked. Because, yeah, you're just like... <laughs> it's just so it, simple, it worked. Yeah. Whereas Ark is, like, it's so ambitious and broken to begin with. Like, I would... Just should have waited. I yeah. I don't know why they released it. it so was, I'm going to give it another step now when it comes out to see, like, okay... And is you're going to be like, this is the exact same thing. Yeah, it's just a few... Like, and it's very much made for PCs. They're playing the console version. Like, this doesn't... The menu system doesn't work on console. Yeah. And, but we'll see. Uh, Yakuza Kiwami is out on PS4. Yakuza. This is actually a remake of the first Yakuza game because um, it's now like what six and then yeah. part zero as well yeah. and then some other weird one that just came out in Japan. We're always about three years behind with these yeah. in the West. Um, apparently it's a good decent remake of the original but the mechanics have evolved a lot over the game so I would just go and get number four or five or six. Or whatever. Yeah. Uh, Rock of Ages 2 colon bigger and bolder. <laughs> Xbox One. Definitely should not be a title. Should be a title. Uh, Resident Evil colon Revelations is coming to PS4 and Xbox One. Oh, cool. So that's the original one that was on, what was that, on DS? 3DS, I think it was. Revelations? Uh, Revelations. Yeah, it was a handheld game originally. Yeah. Um, we had the sequel already, so this is like a port 
of the original to consoles. Every time I hear Revelations, I think of the one that had Rebecca in it. It was like Zero or something. They're on yeah. a train. Oh, yeah, that's Zero. Yeah. Like so now we've got... All right, so let's just clarify. On modern consoles, on Xbox One, they've re-released Resident Evil 1, Resident Evil 0, yeah. Resident Evil 2, um, Resident Evil 4, 5, and 6, Resident Evil 7's out, Resident oh. Evil Revelations 2, now Resident Evil Revelation. We're just waiting for 3... Yeah. And Code Veronica. <laughs> yeah. I think that's it then, isn't it? Yeah. All of the main series. So much. So much. So lots of Resi's I'm, I'm still waiting for Dino Crisis and Nuclear you'll never, Dawn. You'll never get it. I know. Dino <laughs> Crisis was so good. Also, Nuclear Dawn, what a cool game. You're on a train, trying to stop a train that has like, I'm pretty sure it was like a nuclear explosion, but you start from like the back, you're like a covert ops dude, and you're just kind of trying to make your way. That's cool. To the front. Like Snowpiercer. But. Yeah. It kind of has the feel of... Uh, uh, what's that game? The space, the space dead one, dead space. Oh, dead space. Oh, nice. It kind of had like that feel where you're just trying to make your way, and then yeah. you have to like go back, and all this crazy stuff happen. It happens. And I never played that one. Yeah. Uh, dead Alliance is out on PS4. XCOM 2: Colon War of the Chosen. Uh, that's some DLC. Yeah, yeah. It's out on PS4 and Xbox One. A game called Spark is out on PSVR apparently. Wow. Pillars of Eternity, the complete edition. It's out on PS4 and Xbox One. Eh. It's going to keep on going. The Metronomicon, colon, Slay the Dance Floor. What? It's out on PS4 I and Xbox like, One. I, they should have just lost the first bit. And they should have just call, called it Slay, Slay the, the Dance, Dance Floor. Floor. Yeah, there's just too many, too many words in video yeah. game titles these days. Abduction is on PS4. Um, actually, let's go to the coming soon because they're not out till yeah. tomorrow. Also, this US. game is free on PC. Brawlhalla. And it's a fun game. Yeah? It's kind of like Smash. Okay, well, yeah. wait, man. You can pay 20 bucks for it here on the yeah, PS4. Why would you play it for free? Yeah. Um, yeah, go on a new, new no, upcoming, whatever, releases. Uh, I don't know how you do it. What did I do? Uh, Surf World Series is coming to PS4 and Xbox One. Whoa, what is Surf World Series? I don't know, man. Let's check it out. Yeah. I do like surfing games. This is my checking it out music. No one, should, no one should let us do the podcast on our own yeah. <laughs> It's a bad idea Here's the gameplay reveal video for you Surf, Surf World, World Series. Series So far there is a man in a wetsuit It's better rendered than I thought I thought this yeah. would be like an 8-bit thing I just always worry when they make surf games Because they, they're sometimes like really have a really good concept But then it's just super bored and repetitive Yeah, this looks pretty though And he's a handsome fellow What are they doing? Just choose the... Let's skip forward Oh, and this the game looks pretty. Yeah, uh, it's gonna be like that last surf game that came out. I think it was like Kelly Slater Surf or something. I don't know. Can it be or, like H two O California Games? Because that's my favorite surfing game on the links. Look at this guy go! I tell you what, I'm gonna recommend Surf World Series right now. You can get in the wave. Yeah. Sold. Yeah, the water isn't that great though. No. <laughs> yeah, this isn't. It's better than I thought it would be though. Because there was, I think it was a game called like H two O. Maybe try. That that one was cool. It's like back in the day, though. Well, it probably doesn't look so cool now, though. Yeah, but I mean, they still. I think it, you know, was decent. Was it H2O? hide and hold out H two O game? No, maybe that's not what it was. Maybe it's okay. like Kelly. I don't know. All right. Anyway, let's continue. Uh, Feral Fury is on Xbox One. Oh, here's a game I did want to look up. It's called Fishing Planet on the PlayStation Four. Oh wait, I think I saw a thing for it, and it. This is the same one. Seriously, so many video games this week. 
Um, yeah, oh, it's man. a real fishing game. Do you, remember, do you remember when PlayStation fishing. 2 had like the fishing game and it had a little, it came in the box with the attachment thing? Yeah. It was a fishing pole. The Dreamcast had it with Sega Bass Fishing, yeah. remember? Yeah, it was like, a, it was cool. This looks pretty. Yeah. I keep expecting these games to be really crappy. See, but... They need to have water mechanics oh, like this. Look at that. And H2O. That's a real droplet of water. That water effect is incredible. It's super wet. Is this, is this for real? Is that in game? I don't know, man. Can't be. I don't believe it. Let's see some actual gameplay, please. Dang. Oh, man. I, I used so. to like some fishing games. I tell you what, if you like surfing and you like fishing, check out these last two video games. Because... Oh, that oh this one's pretty. Yeah, this is a pretty good fishing game. Fishing Planet. We recommend it from recommend the two it. seconds of video we just saw. Yeah. Um, Whatever happened to SOCOM? <laughs> you're pulling that out of your ass. <laughs> well, no, because we we're talking about like the gimmick things that they would sell with it. Like, so, oh yeah, SoCom had like the controller headset thing, and you just be like, dude, oh, yeah, like, it was on your throat, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, and you're just like, Delta Team, go yeah. to Charlie. I used to and use that like, as my headset on 360 because yeah. it worked better than the headset. Yeah, it was amazing. And then uh, just strapped around your neck, yeah, and you felt so like a dick. Yeah. Um, and then Band of Brothers was another good one mechanics where you're like, oh, push, suppress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to love those yeah. guys. Um. What was I going to say? Fishing, games, gimmicks. Uh, yeah, throwing. still Battalion. You remember that? With like yeah. the, pad, the pad that was the size of your sofa. Yeah. <laughs> and you couldn't use it for any other game. It was just... And it was uncontrollable. Space, yeah. But you used to like flipping out that little plastic thing and hitting the eject button and you can't even see. Anyway, what's still happening? Uh, Grim, Le Grim Legends 2, colon, Song of the Dark Swan is coming for PS4. It shouldn't be a real game. That does not sound like a real game. The Lost Bear coming to PS4 that sounds like a sad game Tear Joker uh, Sneaky Bears is also coming to PS4 <laughs> that sounds like a creepy pedophile game do you reckon the Sneaky Bears stole the Lost Bear yeah it's like a, it's the sequel to the game that just came out <laughs> just in searching for it now on the PSN store just to put in Bear and see what comes up for oh, both yeah. of them uh, Still Time is coming to PS4 uh, Absolver is coming to PS4 oh uh, yeah Absolver looks like a really cool game does it? yeah it's already out on like PC okay uh, Art of Fighting the Anthology has come to PS4. Xmorph colon Defense has come to PS4 and Xbox One. Uh, there's a game called Taho Kabuto 5 Burst Battle that's coming to PS4. Uh, Last Day of June is coming to PS4. And then we've got Detention coming to PS4. Tekken 7's first DLC to PS4 and Xbox One. And finally, in my opinion, the biggest game of the week is the very first episode in Life is Strange Before the Storm. Nice. Coming to PS4 and Xbox One. It is the prequel to Life is Strange. Um, Life is Strange. A lot of people hated Life is Strange. A lot of people loved it. I like I, it. There is stuff to hate for sure, but I thought I loved the art style. Dude, the music? The music's amazing. I've got the CD so for that. Uh, I still have your copy. I still haven't beaten it. Oh, have you? Yeah. It's like, you've got Sparkle Horse, my favorite band of all time in that soundtrack. Oh, it's, Sparkle Horse. She's it's incredible. Portland. It's a dude. Oh, Sparkle Horse. <laughs> They're from Portland. No, never mind. It's a different horse. That's uh, a different horse. horse. Yeah, a different yeah. horsey. Um, it's a really good song. soundtrack so I'm, into, I'm just wondering what the next soundtrack is going to be yeah it's going to be pop techno it's going to be pop techno um, so this leads me on to my topic so we read in the news yes um, that there was this uh, weird little crossover going on between Banda Namkai and Assassin's Creed Assassin's Creed stuff in the Final Fantasy 15 universe. Why? And I was like, this is fucking weird. Yeah. So then, of course, the biggest game for most people this week, mine is Life is Strange, is Mario and Rabbids. Woo! Uh, which is coming out. 
Um, I've just got it downloading right now on my Switch, uh, ready to play it. It's basically XCOM. Um, now, you think it looks like XCOM for kids, but apparently it's really not. Apparently it's really tough. Uh, and yeah. it spikes in just weird, like, it, it doesn't have a good grade curve. It's just, like, really tough suddenly. Um, and people I know who love XCOM and are brilliant Dude, at it. love XCOM. They find this really hard, apparently, so. Well, they're probably really actually not good. <laughs> because you got to be really good. You have to always play RTS and you have to play, like, XCOM. Like, I, I love XCOM, man. Are you going to get this then, Mario and Rabbids? Uh, maybe. Because I want to, I'll tell you what, like, um, we should find a way. You should play some more you hear then. Because I'm interested in someone who likes yeah. likes the old XCOMs. So you just want me to get you your Chivos. I'm just getting <laughs> Chivos on my fucking Switch, man. This is me. Um, but that's another weird crossover, right? Mario and Rabbids. It is, but they're kind of like on the same plane. They're just both... They, they're kind of goofy. And together, you're just like, this is hilarious. I gotta play this. But then they've stuck them in. Because like, normally, Nintendo is so precious with Mario. And I think this yeah. is the first time they've let a Western developer do it. Um, and they, this is what they came up with. They gave Mario has guns... <laughs> Yeah, it is. It is kind of crazy. They have like weird. I, it's like Mario got invaded by rabbits. Yeah, which, which makes it somewhat okay. Um, it, it's not as kid friendly as normal Mario. No, but it, it, it looks really cute. Like it's beautiful yeah. art style. Yeah, and it has that goofiness. So I don't think you know it doesn't take itself serious. It's just like you got these doofy like characters that. Or kind of imposters of the Mario characters, and then the Mario characters are just kind of like trying to be like, "Whoa, let's get this whole sort out," because this is ridiculously crazy. But how will this sell? Do you think? Because you're talking about a game that looks like it's for kids, but it's definitely not. Kids who play this will get frustrated for sure. Yeah, um, uh, I don't know how it's gonna do in sales. To be honest, I don't think it's gonna do super well, but it might change the way kids play games or want to play games. Yeah, maybe. maybe they're like I really want to get good at RTS and then next thing you know everyone's playing Starcraft 2 and for any kids who listen to our podcast I always presume no kids listen to our podcast but if any kids do basically Rabbids are the original Minions they're what Minions stole everything from like Rabbids because yeah. Minions are French Rabbids were French Rabbids were there way before and they're exactly the same Yeah, they're little animation trailers for the Rabbids games you can watch and it's literally just Minions with a different yeah. skin on them exactly and also uh, Rabbids crossover into everything they're always like dressed as other characters yeah and, which they're, they're either hilarious or annoying depending on your disposition yeah, um, yeah. but it's, it's just fucking weird and they they're do they they originate from raymond is that where yeah. They from? Yeah, yeah yeah they yeah. were like a side character in a raymond game that then ended up selling more copies of rayman yeah. so rayman started to become a side character in their games <laughs> yeah i remember rayman from like old school console yeah uh, uh, Rayman's always been great yeah. really has and the last ones like Rayman Legends was probably the best 2D platformer yeah. since the 16-bit era um, but it got me thinking Justin yes this weird Final Fantasy Assassin's Creed this weird Mario and Rabbids games yeah. God bless them that's kind of stupid some of the time yeah and they do these weird crossovers so I went online I'm going to give you my laptop here oh, so crap. you can Are Google stuff at a bunch of crossovers I looked up the weirdest crossovers I could think of and then look at lists of other people's ones yeah. and I made my top 15 weirdest crossovers in video games. Right. Now I advise anyone at home gets out their laptop as well because you need to Google some of these to understand what they are. Please ignore any porn on my laptop that comes up. Hey, yeah. Let's put in a little googs. Little googs. Little googs. You can look them up. So right. number 15, Sega Gaga. <laughs> Do you remember this game? This came out in 2001 on the Dreamcast. Um, so the story takes place in the Sega oh. Tower 
You're a young kid tasked with uniting the unruly Sega staff so they can win back more market shares. Oh my gosh. Um, there's tons of Sega references throughout this game as you explore like a dungeon type offices. Yeah. And you're trying to bring all the workforce together. You have to insult the staff to get them to work harder. Yeah. <laughs> Which really tells you Japanese mechanics. Yep. Uh, but Sega. there's just tons of Sega references in this. It's a weird... It's not really a crossover because it's all Sega. It is by Sega, about Sega characters, but so many Sega oh references. Gosh, they the have the, the, the swag. Yeah, it's a, it was a really small budget game and very strange. And weirdly, it foretold what was about to happen with the Dreamcast. It's like that was the end of Sega making yeah. consoles and that's kind of what the game was talking about. And number 14, I have Battletoads Double Dragon. Dude, I remember Battletoads Double Dragon. You remember this game? Yep. Uh, 1993 like on... both individually together mm. tough fucking game because yeah. it was Battletoads like hard dude Battletoads is the gnarliest really like, hard game, game. Uh, yeah that was on NES Super Nintendo Genesis Game Boy yep. whole bunch of stuff number 13 so some of these you'll take for granted now but at the time were crazy yeah. so number 13 Super Smash Brothers Brawl yeah. uh, 2008 on the Wii now Smash Brothers has been out before colliding all the Nintendo characters um, but on this one, they went insane. You got yeah. weird Nintendo characters. You got Rob the Robot from <laughs> Nintendo Entertainment yeah. System. Like strange fucking people in that. Doctor, uh, not Doctor, Mr. Human Watch. Yes. I call him Doctor because he should be, he a, should doctor. be a doctor. He's yeah. a doctor for sure by yeah. now. Uh, number 12. Uh, in response to all of the... So I haven't put down all the Capcom versus Street Fighter, X-Men versus Street Fighter. They were weird at the time. Like if I remember when the first one of those came out, you're like, what? They're colliding Street Fighter with X-Men characters? Um, so yeah, in response to that, we've got Mortal Kombat versus the DC Universe, which to me at the time yeah. was a weird decision. Yeah, it was definitely like, what? Now it makes sense because that team are doing Injustice, which is basically DC Mortal Kombat. Yep. Eleven, a game called Cross Edge. This is from 2009. It was on PS3. Edge. Arguably, this is the weirdest one. So it's a turn-based tactic RPG that crosses over characters from Namco, characters from Capcom, characters from Nippon Ichi, who did Disgaea, Holy crap. characters from Gus Corporation, who did Atelier, characters from Idea yeah, they Factor, have, they have who did penguin. Blazing Souls. Yeah, they have the penguin. It's uh, fucking uh, crazy, and it's so hardcore. It's like this really hardcore turn-based tactic RPG. Never played. Is this on? A, oh, it was on PS3. PS3, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like. This is the most niche of them yeah. all, for sure. And then they just went to straight to this Sega after. It's a fucking weird game. Um, yeah, like I say, these, the order of these is like, that's probably actually the weirdest, but I'm yeah. just going in for my enjoyment factor. Uh, number 10, I got Professor Layden versus Ace Attorney. I saw that. Phoenix. Yeah. 2012 on 3DS. This is level five and capped on bringing their detective heroes together to solve crimes. Yeah, I like you have a detective and then you have an attorney. So case closed. Yeah, exactly. It's like none. So like an elite team, man. They can put them together. Any crimes they want to commit, they're gold because yeah, they can just they cover can all the angles. Yeah. Uh, number nine, you should look this one up. This is called Fortune Street. Uh, in Japan, it was called it Itadaki Street. It came out in 2007 on the DS. It's basically a Mario Party game, but it stars Mario characters and then Dragon Quest characters. <laughs> what? And... It's fucking bizarre because it's basically direct competition for the Mario Party games, but with Dragon Quest characters in it. You got all like drippy dude in there. And <gasps> what is this? Is like there, choose another one? There's the 30th anniversary. Oh really? Yeah, and you get Final Fantasy characters and it's from 2007, so that can't be a 30th. Anniversary. No, no. There's a, there's a, this is a fortune stream. That's weird, man. What? Um, fucking weird game. What a weird but also amazing Mario Party game. 
I used to like the Mario Party games. I just, I, I'm just waiting for one. another one. I yeah. Love Mario Switch should be perfect for Mario Party. Yeah. Because you could do weird stuff now yeah. with Joy-Kit sticks and stuff. Oh my gosh, I hope they do another Mario Party and they include like the Final Fantasy characters and everything. Because look, see Fortune Street, it has Final Fantasy characters. It's crazy, man. Crazy game. Um, right in the middle, I've put here because everyone now takes it for granted. But for you and me, for our generation, yeah. you thought this would never, ever happen. Which is, of course, Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games. Yeah. 2007 on the Wii. Yeah. Right. Now, right. now it's just like for granted, Sonic's in whatever. But yeah. it's so impossible to state like for us growing up, Sega and Nintendo would never, never crossbreed. Yeah. So the first time that happened, it was, it was a yeah. real turn your head moment. Number seven, Hyrule Warriors 2014 on Wii U. I saw it, but I never played it. Little Linky Boy in a Warrior, Dynasty Warriors yeah. game. Um, again, seems normal now, but Nintendo historically been very precious with their properties. Yeah. So it's strange to see they're Link. like testing it out, but it's kind of like too late to test out. Yeah, linking a button masher was just a dumb idea. Yeah. Number six, one of my personal favorites, Poker Night at the Inventory. Uh, what? Poker Night at the Inventory. This came out in 2010. Uh, it's only available on Microsoft Windows and Steam and stuff. This is an early Telltale's game, uh, but it was a poker game with characters from Penny Arcade, Team Fortress 2, Sam and Max, oh, yeah. and Homestar Runner. Yeah, I see Homestar. I'm like, what the hell? And then it had a sequel which had characters from Portal, Borderlands, and The Evil Dead, wow. which came out in 2013. You had Ash from The Evil Dead and in you it. Yeah, Brock Samson at some point. Fucking weird. No, I don't know. I never got to play this, but like I remember seeing photos and I was like Ash hanging out with the robot from Portal. I was like, what is going on? Yeah, what a weird game. Well, good old Sentry Bot. Um, all right, top five. You ready? Yep. You've got Pokemon Con- Conquest, which came out in 2012 DS. Now, Pokemon never really crosses over into anything, but Pokemon and Tecmo Koei uh, combined to make a strategy adventure which teamed up to Pokemon characters with ancient Nobunaga's ambition. Oh, yeah. So not even real dynasty warriors, like the subsidiary from it, which is set in feudal Japan. <laughs> and it's so weird. Yeah, feudal, feudal Japan Pokemon makes no sense. It's so, so weird. Just look at the box art for this, uh, for Pokemon Conquest. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. So funny. Um, I don't know, I've never heard of that one before. It looks like a cartoon that just... Yeah. You don't know what you're getting in for. It's like Samurai Warriors with their Pokemon. Uh, number four, I've got Mario Hoops 3-on-3. Three three. So oh, this is... Wait, hold on a second. Before you get to Mario Hoops 3-on-3, mm. three three, uh, Pokemon Conquest got a 9 out of 10 on IGN. Yeah, people it, liked it, it. Yeah. It's apparently a really good one. Crazy. Yeah, um, yeah Mario Hoops 3-on-3. Three three, so we're used to now, like, Mario has tennis, Mario golf, all that stuff. Yeah. But this came out 2006 on the DS. This was a Mario Team basketball game. Um, but it was only against, it was Mario's people against enemies from classic Final Fantasy games. <laughs> it's fucking bizarre. It's not even regular Final Fantasy characters, it's like just the enemies. Sorry, we're Googling it right now, suggesting so can... It's so weird, look at it. I know, that's just right, all the normal Mario people. Maybe it's not even oh, Final yeah, Fantasy. That's the... Black Mage, or just type in Final Fantasy as well. See, so yeah, like because maybe, maybe they later on released a regular version of it. Huh? Oh, there it is. There it is. Okay. What? Yeah, you're old cactus boy. So, so weird. I don't know any of Final Fantasy names. Yeah. Um, 
All right, and my top three. So this one, again, people take it for granted now, but you have to put it in there. Kingdom Hearts, 2002, PS2, Disney yeah. and Final Fantasy colliding. Square Enix so, again being weird. So mind-blowing. Like a lot of these games are Square oh, Enix just white, being fucking weird. Um, I never really played... I played like a couple of hours of the first Kingdom Hearts. That's about it. Because it wasn't my sort of game. But very weird. Just all those Disney characters doing stuff with yeah. Final Fantasy. And now, because there's talk of the Disney characters, obviously you got like Star Wars is owned by Disney and Marvel. So you could have the weirdest Kingdom yeah. Hearts game ever. Yeah, I like when it first came out. Do you remember, do you remember when PlayStation Magazine would have demo discs? Yeah, dude. Yeah. I missed that. I had days. a demo disc that was for Kingdom Hearts. I was like, oh my gosh, I really want to play this game. Because um, I saw like the pictures, you know, they'd show some of the gameplay. Because there was not a lot of like... Go to YouTube. Yeah, you couldn't watch videos. You had to just get the magazine. see freeze frames, which are literally photos taken off someone's TV. Yeah, and so um, I played the shit out of that demo disc. And then when Blockbuster finally copy, the demo disc was sort of similar looking to the regular game disc. No, so I returned the demo disc in the thing, and they never knew. You die. And they're so still I, looking for you. They probably were, and then I took, and then went into the store and just took the copy of like you know the display box of Kingdom Hearts. So I was like, sweet, now a fool. You are Kingdom a Hearts. thief. I was, but that's it was, pretty, I was that's an amazing was, thing. Yeah, really into Kingdom Hearts. See, demo, that's really why demo, you're the reason why demo discs stopped being made because too many people were swapping them with the real yeah, video games, and that's and why Blockbuster went down. But I also ended up working <laughs> for that same Blockbuster. Oh, did you? Yeah, the same store. Yeah, hilarious. Yeah, I never told them though. <laughs> Did you steal any more games? No. With demo discs? No. Good man. All right, here are my top two weirdest crossovers in video games. Number two, Sonic colon The Lost World on 3DS 2013. So Sonic Lost World was just a game. Yeah. So you're going to need to type in another little, little word there for some free DLC that I did not know came to this game, which is type in Zelda now. So this was free DLC where Sonic puts on the green tunic and goes on a Zelda adventure with chickens, with heart containers. Whoa, what? With all that shit. Look at it. The hell? It was at the time when Skyward Sword was coming out. And you got, yeah, there's like Link with the bird from Skyward Sword chasing Sonic through Hyrule Field. And Sonic's got the actual like hat on and everything. Craziness. And this was free DLC for Sonic Lost World on 3DS. Which now I have a 3DS. Now I want to get that game just so I can try this out. Da 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 da. I want to know if you can still run as fast across Hyrule Field as you normally could the Sonic. I feel like you you should and could. All right, so you ready for my number one weirdest crossover? Yes. This wouldn't be most people's, but to me this tickles the crap out of me. So, do you know much about <clears throat> tennis players? Tennis players, yeah, a little bit. So there used to be a very famous, I think she was a Russian tennis player called Anna Kornikova. Okay. Do you remember her? very attractive lady she, i advise you to type it into google anna uh, she let me spell her own last name because yeah. it's a weird name okay this okay. is anna konnikova very attractive yeah. lady did a lot of modeling a lot of clothes stuff incredibly yeah. good tennis player um don't know how she does nowadays however back in 1998 on the ps1 she had a video game which was part of the smash court tennis series uh which there's been a few of so this is called Anna Kornikova Smash Court Tennis. And if you put the game into Smash Tennis mode. So hang on, I'm Googling all this stuff. Smash Tennis mode. What happened was you would have Anna Kornikova versus Capcom characters such as Pac-Man, Tekken 3 characters, Time Crisis characters, and so... the drivers of Ridge Racer cars. 
What? All playing tennis against Annie Kornikova, against a real-life tennis person. This game makes no sense. It's so weird. Yeah. And there was some great footage I was watching online. It was just like, yeah, her playing and there's Pac-Man across. And then, yeah, that dude from Time Crisis. Yeah. <laughs> like, get down. Get behind cover. So, so weird. So weird. But I, this is why I love video games. Because I like serious video games. I like my Skyrims. Yeah. My Uncharted. I like my Gone Homes. My Disappearance of Edith Finch. But you know what? God bless him for being stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Holy crap. It makes it so fun to have video games just doing these stupid things that they do. So I'm kind of happy this week. We've got two more video games doing Did stupid things. Did you also things. get the uh, honorable mention of Aerogize? Do you of, remember that game? No, what's that game? You've never played Aerogize? No, I never played Aerogize. Oh what's my this? gosh. Aerogize was your first uh, Final Fantasy Tekken mashup. And it was like a bunch of mini, mini games. And also you had fighting... Um, you also, yeah, it was like a Tekken version of Final Fantasy, and they had Tekken characters. I never, ever, I never saw yeah, this game. Yeah, this game was amazing. And then I, I think they also had, uh, <laughs> no, it wasn't just Tekken. They also, I think they had, like, Jill Valentine in it, I think. Really? Yeah. There are some weird, if you type this into Google, there are some weird images that come up of <laughs> one yeah. of the female characters is, standing very proudly what, with what her the boobs pushed out. What was this, brand new quest? Forsaken Dungeon. But yeah, Aerogize is a very old game it didn't have a lot of uh playstation one yeah playstation one didn't have a lot of uh people who played it but it's a rare game that was really really fun well let's send a tweet you get them to bring it to playstation now so we can play. yeah i don't think they will man <laughs> you sure yeah because uh also zach was in it i never heard of it zach before everyone knew who zach was was wow um oh yeah there you go vincent valentine uh thank you justin adding to our list of strange crossovers and yeah. now we've got rabbits and mario and we've got final fantasy and assassin's creed to add to our list yep um so you go there's some video game crossovers i hope we all learned something today which is that video games are stupid <laughs> oh do you also remember when uh what's it called the fighting game with the and they had link in it i can't remember it was the same oh also there was uh transformers they had, they had a weird one, I think. No, no, never mind. I mean, I tried to keep out DLC stuff for the most part, even though we had a couple like Sonic and oh, okay, Hyrule. Yeah, yeah, but true. stuff like, you know, the different versions of Soul Calibur, you had Yoda in one. Yeah, that was it. You that had, so yeah, Link yeah. in a different version. Yeah. And depending which console you bought it for, you got it a different would, exclusive yeah, character. So like GameCube was the best one because you had Link in it. Yeah. But some people wanted to be a little Yoda because it was just broken. Um, that's, all, that's all of the, the topics. Sweet. That's all the geekings we have to do. Uh, so let's get into box office thing. Box Fish. Top 20 films this week at the box office. Number 20, we've got War for the Planet of the Apes. I want to get a one-word review for each one from you. Oh, okay. <laughs> Whether you've seen it or not. War for the Planet of the Apes. La- no one's monkeying around this one. That was not one word, but I'll take it. <laughs> you can do a sentence. Number 19, Baby Driver. B-A-B-Y. Baby. <laughs> number, number 18, The Glass Castle. The Glass Castle. <laughs> now you're just repeating words I'm saying. I did. Number 17, Kidnap. I don't know anything about it. Number six, that's the one with Harley Berry. Oh. Number 16, All Saints. That's a new film out this week. All Saints. Well, last week. Number 15, Wonder Woman. We've chosen not to talk this week about all the shit that's been going on between James Cameron and his ex-wife and the makers of Wonder Woman and all the stuff to do with him coming now and saying Wonder Woman's actually a step backwards for feminism because it's such a big can of worms to get into. 
and I have so many feelings about I feel everyone's been way too black and white from both ends of this fence so I didn't want to talk about it so so we're not going to now if people are like oh when are they going to talk about Wonder Woman we're not going to we're not gonna talk about what we want get your own podcast yeah get your own damn casting Uh, get your own casting back to fishing games number 14 is the Dark Tower alright 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 slide off there number 13 Despicable Me 3 Number 12, The Nut Job 2, colon, Nutty by Nature. I don't even need to say anything to that. 11, Girl's Trip. Number 10, The Emoji Movie. What a shit. Number 9, Mayweather versus McGregor. How was so, that? A m- it must have come out in cinemas. It must have done a live stream in cinemas. Holy and sold tickets. shit. Because, How much money did that make? Uh, two, in- only two and a half million dollars. Okay, it's that cost n- nothing though. Yeah, like, so just, during our horror festival, I all, kept having people text me going, are you guys showing the fight? And I was like, what's, what's the fight? Because <laughs> I didn't know what it was. For me, the only fight is Freddy versus Jason, and that's yeah, all there is. And you're never going to see that movie. Um, <laughs> again. So, so I had no idea what this was, but yeah, this was a big thing. I learned new words this week, like Mayweather. Yeah. I thought it was just what, you know, how the, how the weather is in the, the month of May. Yeah, no, they, they made a lot of money, those two. Yep. Yep. Well done. Did anybody win? Uh, yeah, Mayweather, uh, you know, McGregor, Stakeless. But also, it's really interesting because there's clearly a, a, a video. I mean, there's like a little clip in the fighting where uh, Mayweather goes to like punch and he ends up like punching McGregor's chest and then McGregor uppercuts him. If you watch it, May- May- yeah, Mayweather is like considered like the best boxer. Okay. You know, he's like undefeated person. He's one of her like 50 matches or whatever okay but this punch you're watching you're like how did you punch his chest like you're so fast and you have a good accuracy you should have punched him square right in the face but he he like curves it down so you're calling you're calling it that he food fight oh i mean the he it was definitely the he wasn't trying to knock out mcgregor and mcgregor you know can't really knock out mayweather i mean he could if he really squirt like hit him good but it was just like Mayweather kind of like pulling or misdirecting his punches so he doesn't like really mess up McGregor but still keeping it very convincing. So Justin's accusing yeah. Jacuz from Justin. Yeah, I mean. a rigged fight. It is a rigged fight. Like, let's be real. Like they went all the way to 10th round and it's just like he slightly lost and both of them, yeah, it was just really smart guys. Really smart businessmen. That's all I know. This is everything you told me. It's all I know about it. Yeah, that's all you need to know. Uh, number eight, Birth of the Dragon, what also a new film out. Garbage. Yeah, it's not going to be good. Is it? Have it's, you seen it? No, I've read a million things yeah, about, about it. I'm uh, not going to support that. Garbage. Number seven is Spider-Man, colon, Homecoming. Uh, number six is Dunkirk. Number five is Logan Lucky. So lucky. Number four, uh, which last week was at number 10, is Wind River. Uh, I'm happy it's crawling up because I really want to see this film. And from what I've heard, it's going to be excellent. This seems to be one of those yeah. rare films that comes out, no one notices, and people are like, this film's great. And now people are starting to go see it more. Yeah. So good. Uh, three new film is Leap exclamation mark Leap all the kids are going to see that one and the top two films this week was Annabelle colon creation which I still want to go check out yeah. and number one is still the Hitman's Bodyguards two weeks in a row he's just guarding the top the top number yeah it looks it looks real bad yeah it does <laughs> it um, looks like the movie that he did with Denzel but more comedic not in here is that Korean movie uh, The Villainess which looks like the movie The Birth of a Dragon is meant to be in terms of like really cool action yeah. sequences um, so people should go and check that out that's it Justin we did it buddy oh we did it um, that was us doing a thing called a podcast 
which we do every week. Yeah, we do. Uh, you go on iTunes and you type in We Are Geeks and you can find it and you can subscribe to it. You'll get this and you'll also get all of our franchise podcasts. Uh, yep. We did Friday the 13th. We did spooky. Nightmare on Elm Street. Spooky. All of those films. So spooky. Uh, with different guests on each one. We did a Danny Boyle retrospective going through all of his movies. We just did, at the moment, happening, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. They snatched If you want a pod podcast about pod people, that's the one to go to. That's the one. And then about to start is the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> Justin's on that one with me and Ali is as well um, and then after that we've got Charles Play coming we've got Star Wars all that fun stuff uh, it'll also be partitioned off soon but just go and subscribe to us right now and yeah, get everything do it. just do it right now easy you right? should just do it you're here listening do it exactly um, and then we're going to get some new websites up so I'm not actually going to pimp us too much this week uh, because we have cool things to sell so I don't want to just go and subscribe to it that's what we're asking for you don't even check us out. We're a production company. We're making movies. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about it. Just go on iTunes. We know check cool out games that you don't know about, like some pretty sweet crossovers, you know? <laughs> we know a lot of cool things. Um, I've been uh, your host. I am Mr. Alwai on all the social medias and on Xbox if you want to play some video games. Uh, I keep forgetting to check my requests, and every now and then I go in there and I got a bunch of requests from, I presume, people who listen to the podcast. Nice. I don't know. Um, so I've been saying yes to people. I say yes to anyone. I'm a slut gaming slot mm, and we need more people to play friday the 13th with slot. so if you want to play with us yeah we're doing friday the 13th right now it's serious so yeah did, yeah don't not messing around no walking into a cabin and leaving the fucking door unlocked. don't fucking do that or i will <laughs> slay you where you stand i will literally stand in the doorway <laughs> as jason's I've chasing seen you do this as jason's trying to get through the door if you leave that door unlocked and none will let you get slayed <laughs> <laughs> be smart come in lock the door open windows yeah that's all you simple. have to do and don't run to if it's just Rinse starting up go to a different area don't loot in the same room that I'm looting yeah everyone I, runs to the same house it's like no if you see someone in a house that house is done it's done yeah just fucking go start the next one because oh, what you want by the end of a round if people are still alive is you go to house all the doors are locked all the windows are open there's probably one that he smashed through yeah but you know you're ready you know, yeah. you prep the place. So when you're running from him, you've got a good, safe place to get to. Yeah. Because guess what? Even if we're working apart, we're working together, guys. Yeah. Let's go play some Friday 13th. We shall. Uh, Justin, where can people talk to you? Yeah. I-T-S-R-A-D-L-E-Y. It's Radley. That's my uh, name. Except for Steam. I'm just regular Radley and I have a wolf icon. So if you want to find me on the Master Race, that's where you find me. As, is it, are you called regular Radley? Or no, just it's just called... It's just R-A-D-L-E-Y. I would love it if you would just go regular. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do if uh, I create something that's like Radley and it's regular. Uh, it's Radley's taken. It would be regular Radley. Regular Radley. Yeah. That would be fucking great. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll be back next week with more of this garbage. Until then, we're out. Geeks. Geeks. All right, let's play some video games. Let's Figure do it. out some twitching. I do like your wallpaper. Thank you.